Hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to our fourth podcast. First of all, there's something you need to know. We listened to our third podcast, and we must have cleared our throats at least 25 times, maybe more, probably more. I'm so sorry because it was so bad. so bad. I think it's because of allergies. Or because Susie's retired and I work from home and we hardly talk to anyone all day. And then you get that throat thing. As soon as you start talking, you got to clear your throat. Well, or <laughs> it's, it's like yawning. You see, you clear your throat and then I have to. Because like right now, I want to yawn. <laughs> Do you want to yawn? Because I brought it up. I, I am good, but we're going to help everyone reach their go- <laughs> one of their goals. So if okay. you're dieting, here's a goal. We're going to play a drinking game. I always see this on um, Real Housewives of wherever oh. they're from. And they do drinking games. So get your water bottles handy. And every time one of us clears her throat, take a drink. They don't use water. But for our purposes, <laughs> grab your water. That's a good yes. one. But yeah. now everybody's going to be listening for our throat clearing and not pay attention to what we're saying. Okay, well, they're gonna pay attention to this part because we are starting out with what happens when you mix mashed potatoes with tight clothes. Yeah, <laughs> they aren't going to want to miss this. So no, no, you're not. Okay, well, you better tell the story because it's too embarrassing. Just, okay. just tell it. Oh, once I laugh a few times, I can tell an embarrassing story. Anyway, Suze and I had talked earlier about how. We had lost our weight on Metafast. Wait, there's I, one, I everybody. <laughs> Did you hear it? One, drink. Okay, that's the only time I'm going to do that. Okay. Okay, we go on. After, after we lost our weight, nothing would stop us. We'd go to concerts and plays. We'd go from L.A. to New York, and we were having so much fun. So one night we had been in L.A. We were coming home from the concert, and we decided we were hungry, and we wanted mashed potatoes and gravy. We had <laughs> a long discussion about the different kinds of gravy. And luckily, Norm's restaurant was open. Norm's is like a diner, so it has all the comfort foods. Yeah. And, you know, in our first or second um, podcast, I mentioned you can't mix carbs and girdles and super suction pantyhose. And this is how we learned that lesson the hard way. Our server must have thought we were nuts, but she really liked us. And she brought us a plate filled with mashed potatoes yeah, and bowls of, <laughs> bowls of brown gravy and country fried gravy. Uh, so much gravy. But, you know, there's still carbs in that gravy because of all the, the yeah. flour in it, right? And we don't mean we, those little bowls, like little bowls. They were like cereal bowls, yeah. big cereal bowls. They were, they were big. Anyway, we ate until we were full. <laughs> That's a joke, Susie. Yeah. <laughs> we ate until it was all gone. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then Diana licked the gravy bowl clean. And then we went home. She just picked them up and licked them. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> anyway, I lived a couple miles from, from the restaurant. And Susie lived about 25 miles farther from me. And as we headed to my house, I started to get horrible pains. 
And I've always worn a girdle when I dressed up. And never mind that I wasn't one pound overweight that night. I still wore a very tight girdle. What was wrong with me? Yeah, I don't those, know. <laughs> what are we thinking? <laughs> and those and the potatoes and gravy were starting to hit me really hard. Um, and as I didn't say anything to Susie, I didn't want her to think I'd made a pig of myself and <laughs> that I had some kind of problem in my stomach. But I walked through the front door of my house and I pulled off my clothes and I was sick with pain until about 3 a.m. You know, <laughs> when you're sick and you can't sleep, but you finally pass out from exhaustion, that's what was happening. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad for you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Did so, I lose oh, sorry. you? Sorry. Yeah, you lost me. I'm Are you sorry. drinking water? No, I was looking for my breath mints. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody. I'm here alone, but <laughs> <laughs> she forgot we were recording a podcast. But that's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway, so Susie called me the next day. She had this <laughs> the same experience, <laughs> only hers was more intense because of the longer drive home. Okay, it was a longer drive home, but. That's not why it was more intense. It's because I had just had abdominal surgery. Like a, a few weeks before that, I had a um, tubal pregnancy. And the surgeon said that, you know, look, I'm going to get really bad pains from that kind of surgery. I had never had um, anything like that before. And oh, my gosh, wait. Oh, my gosh. Do you realize, Diana, that we have talked about my gas pain <laughs> in every podcast we've done so far? Okay. We won't next next week. We won't clear our throats, and we will not ask you about any gas pain. <laughs> I mean, it started with the pastrami sandwich, and has gone on from there. It's not like I have gas pains like this all the time. Well, you quit wearing a girdle, so there you go. Right? Oh, or, oh my uh, gosh! Except they quit for the making day. those pantyhose. That's what it was. Well, someday we'll have to tell you about the day I got stuck in a girdle. <laughs> My son's wedding day. Oh, <laughs> okay. Whew. Okay, that's a bad. That's not for today. Okay, so anyway, so here's the problem. I was hit with sudden pains. I mean, I had thought that um, I had been in pain before, like you know, childbirth pains. But wow, the pain hit when I was driving down the freeway, like at 65 miles an hour. It was night, pitch black. And all I could think of was, I got to get these nylons off. And so I start tugging up the waistband and, and you know, driving with one hand. And suddenly they just rolled down to the tops of my thighs like a super tight rubber band. And they pressed my thighs together so tight. I could not, I could not barely move my legs. That's a double necklace. I couldn't barely move my legs. So I kept trying to get them off. And then they rolled down to my knees. This is all happening. As I'm speeding down the road. <laughs> so now, with the gas pain, though, that's as far as I could get it, is to my knees. But now my knees were bound together like a vice. I mean, you tried driving like that. <laughs> and I was so terrified that they would just roll down to my ankles. Like when I'm braking and putting on the gas, I'd be like a mermaid. Like you would have wrecked the car. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was pretty sure I was going to die. And I would take out like two right lanes of the 91 freeway with me. Oh, it was so 
bad. Why didn't you pull over? I don't know. I don't know. Well, there must have been. Oh, you know what? I think it's because, you know, when you pull over, you have to like look over your shoulder. It's a thing. You've got to be careful yeah. and it's strategic when you're pulling over. I think if I, I was thinking, look, if I stay going in one straight direction in one lane, I mean, that's all about all I can do. Like I was, I guess I thought that would have been safer, but I was so worried that I was going to be pulled over by the police and then I'd have to get out of the car <laughs> and that would have been the worst. And, um, but that, he probably could have helped me that <laughs> anyway. So when get I got the nylons him, off. Yes. <laughs> Officer. Yeah. Take a look any, at my ankles. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any scissors? Um, okay. Anyway, once I got back home, I had a car phone. Um, gosh, we are old. We had car phones back then. And so when I got home, I called my husband and we were in the driveway or I was in the driveway. And I could barely talk. I was losing it. He comes running outside. I he probably thought it was covered in blood or something. And and he had to carry me inside. And he had to finish peeling off those nylons. I could just lay on my bed in the fetal position. I was just praying for death. <laughs> and I asked him, do you remember this? He's like, I have no memory of that at all. I think he blocked it. It was very traumatic. It was awful. Well, that was the last time we ate at Norm's, I'm pretty sure. Yep, yep. And the last time I ever wore those little death traps. <laughs> well, Susie looked them up this week and they're called vintage. Oh, I know. <laughs> no. I know. They're horrible. And, you know, I learned about those from my older sister. And she always had great ideas. And, you know, they were great in yeah. their day. Yeah, but I don't suggest you try to take them off while you're driving or eating mashed potatoes. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Di, do we have a subject this week? We do. I was talking to my youngest son about our podcast and he actually listens to them. And he was kind of trying to tell me a, a way to go it, with a direction to go with one of our podcasts. And he was telling me about a speaker he heard who talked about not punishing ourselves and each other for what we can't do, rather focus on what we can do. And my son gave me an example and he goes, for instance, um, I could eat a serving of vegetables each day. Mm. So I thought about that's not such a bad idea and because we all beat ourselves up all through every diet, right? Yeah. And uh, if we look at what seems like an impossible goal, for instance, if you're going to lose 10, 50, 100 pounds, we can break that down and focus on what we can do rather than say, I can't lose all that weight. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. So we, we thought up some ideas and we thought, um, drink a bottle of water, which if I clear my throat, <clears throat> everybody take a drink. But um, <laughs> when we started this, um, I, Susie and I talked about this. I thought, I'm going to try to drink more water. And so every day I have been actually drinking two to three bottles of water and I was drinking, oh, you know, maybe two thirds to three quarters of water, which isn't enough. Mm -hmm. And so, so it really does work. And then the, uh, what about eating a serving of broccoli or. Did you ever see, did you ever see that episode of the office oh, where God. Kevin has to try to eat the broccoli and he's like eating it from the stem end and they're like, why are you doing that? <laughs> 
I've never had this before. It's like a new food group. And then he's like, like, can I get some cheese whiz or holiday? <laughs> there are there are more other ways to eat broccoli than just the raw stuff. I know a lot of people think if I have to eat broccoli, I'm gonna die, but you're not gonna die. Just yeah. mother it in something. Yeah. You used to make broccoli slaw. No, I buy broccoli slaw. Oh, you used to buy broccoli slaw. <laughs> I did. Oh my gosh, I'm clearing my throat. A double clear. <clears throat> okay, take two drinks. Um, we, I did that on beach days. I'd go to the yes. produce section. It was prepackaged right there in the lettuce by the by the other coleslaw, broccoli slaw, and that would be my beach snack. That is good. That's good. very good. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, you can take a walk if it's bad weather. Walk inside your house. Um, we have a snowstorm, so. Um, inside the house it is instead of a snack you know i eat because i'm nervous and and i get stressed out and i just start eating whether i'm hungry or not but mm. so for for an episode of needing a snack when you're stressed clean out your makeup drawer clean a pantry or organizing your house by doing one drawer a day or if uh -huh. you're at work or if you have a two-story home walk up and down the stairs one extra time um, I do this not to get exercise, but because I just do this, just don't ask my sister and my friend Kathy about it. And Susie, I don't know why I didn't do it to you, but park at the back of the parking lot and walk to the store. See, you're crazy. Why would you be one of those that parks at the very back? I see that all the time. And I think, is that somebody whose car got left there overnight? No, it's a shopper. Well, my reason for doing it is because if you want to know, I do, I, I can turn left into an empty parking stall, but there's just something about turn, turning right. That seems awkward. <laughs> Sorry. I blew your ears out. Okay. okay. That's why yeah. you can't turn right. Because I can't turn right. And I don't want everyone in the car looking at me like, she just missed two cars right there and right there because I can only go to the left. So it's. Okay, and I, here's the other hand, right? I would prefer to drive around for 45 minutes stalking a car just so I can get front row or my favorite spot. And I could That's have been funny. in and out of that store back to my car 12 times. You could have. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's one I thought of. Um, don't drink soda on Tuesdays. Just pick a day and don't have a soda if that's your... I drink too much soda. So that, that would be something I could do. Um, even, one time I gave it, uh, oh, sorry. Even diet soda? Well, people tell me bad stuff about diet soda. I don't know, but whatever. If that's your thing, like I drink too much. Um, I used to only drink it on the weekends. So, you know, cut back, do something. Just do anything different that's a positive. What can you do? Oh, I can skip a day of fast food one day a week or... Um, you what know, about when your husband's gone away um, on business right now, yours has to do a lot of little trips. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you like cook for one person? I eat a breakfast. I eat a good breakfast. And then of course, like I stress and I snack until lunch because I've had this nice big breakfast and I'm snacking and I have something for lunch, but I eat a little later. And then by three o'clock, I don't eat anymore see for and, me that would be yeah. the day i would go get fast food if he wasn't you know going to be in town for dinner i would just it'd be easier 
because I don't like to cook for one. Yeah, I don't. And I have frozen dinners. I have some good frozen dinners, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, the other thing is eat at a restaurant and split dinner with a friend or your spouse. Um, some people say, as soon as you get your, your plate of food, put half of it into one of those styrofoam clamshells, you know, put it, put it away and take it home. I don't like leftovers. So I just as soon uh, split it with somebody and Susie, we could do that unless there's pie. Unless there's pie. Yeah. Unless there's we pie. We have to eat the whole pie. Yeah. And then um, go to the grocery store full. Oh, when I go hungry, I come home with a lot of M&Ms. Let me tell you, M&Ms are an issue for me, but I have not had any this week. I, that was kind of my, on my list and I have not had any, I cannot eat, I can skip M&Ms. So, so there, there we go. Okay. Or, let me you know, interrupt. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, wait, is, is this more about M&Ms? No. Okay. Just today I read that, um, I don't know how I ended up reading all this. Kelly Clarkson said she's a chip licker where she will just, she doesn't like like the like the Doritos. She doesn't like the Doritos. She doesn't like the chip, but she likes the dust. And so she licks the dust off all the Doritos and then throws the bag away. And then somebody else said the same thing. And then they asked Jennifer Aniston, what does she do when she gets a sweet tooth? And she says, oh, I'll have a chip or an M&M. <laughs> an M&M. That means one. She goes, then I'm fine. So guys out there, listen, I this whole thing can go away. This 30-year diet can be over now. From now on, you may have one chip or one M&M, and we'll all lose weight. <laughs> and we'll be just like Jennifer. Oh, my gosh. You believe I'm just that? thinking she would not be fun for me. No. Yeah. Let's discuss. Diana and I had about a 30-minute conversation about M&Ms the other day. Remember this? Have you ever tried to eat an M&M and then oh. you know that you don't have to eat anymore if you can suck off the chocolate. This is like on the ones without nuts. And you suck off all the outer hard shell and you're left with just the chocolate. Have you ever been able to do that? I have not. I have not either. You just end up chewing it, right? And so you have to eat another one. The same thing with the peanut ones. Get rid of the hard shell. And I very I was successful <laughs> with the peanut M&M. But then when it gets to the chocolate, and you know there's a nut in there, I was like, crunch. <laughs> you have to keep going. I know. I know. Well, I can't do it either. So, And, okay. and then I think, well, I'm going to practice with these five. Yeah, it doesn't happen. No, so, no. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, you can always call, get a diet buddy. Call them. Call your mom. Do something. Yeah. Besides, your mom would like that. Out of the blue, give her a call. She'd probably think oh. you're dying, but, you know. I was thinking, you know, my mother's past. Okay, so well, you're yeah. speaking to everybody. I gotcha. Sorry. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> not going to be calling my mom. But for the same reason, not because I wouldn't want to call, I forget. But you know what I mean. Um, okay, yeah, well, that's good. Something new every few days. Little small changes. Yeah, and also, don't worry too much about self-control. You know, I, I've always heard people say, well, you just need a little self-control. So Dr. Phil said, successful weight loss takes programming, not willpower. So let's go with changing one little thing each day. For instance, since I've read this, oh, well, I told you about the water and then um, 
And then also I've told you about the M&Ms. I'm giving up M&Ms. And next week, well, next week, I, I, I'm going to have a new goal for next week. And I just have to be full when I go to the store this weekend. But I'm reprogramming my bad habits into good ones. So it's about programming yourself into good habits versus trying to have the willpower to stay away from something. And, and I feel really good about the M&Ms. I don't feel like I, I mean, the first few days were bad. Okay, guys, here's the thing about Diana and chocolate. I'm sorry. I have to say this out loud. She thought because, um, what, what's the name of that book? French women don't eat chocolate or they eat dark chocolate. Yeah. French, French women don't get fat or something like well, that. That's it. And, and they like dark chocolate for some reason. I'm tying those two together. So, Diana gave up milk chocolate, which is the only good chocolate, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And she ate only dark chocolate. Who does that? And all your M&Ms and everything would be dark chocolate. And you don't right. and then, really like it. Well, the mint M&Ms are dark chocolate, dark chocolate. And those are really good. So, well, yeah, but so you're not even having dark chocolate. You're just going straight. No M&Ms. No M&Ms. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Well, I have some, I have something I need to confess. It's very bad. Okay. Well, it was my son's birthday, and everybody went to bed, and I'm just down there with this cake. There was just too much of it, you know? Some of those big sheet cakes. And, um, you know, I needed to take control. I was in charge, not the cake. But this cake was huge. It was a uh, raspberry-filled sheet cake, Uh vanilla you know like the white cake and almost all the sides of the cake had been cut off because that's the part with all the extra frosting and who doesn't love birthday cake it's like my number one food group everybody loves a birthday cake I know that sounds really good right now go on (laughs) guess what I did I threw the cake away it's still in its plastic box with the lid on and I put it in a brand new trash bag and um, then I went when I went to sleep and <clears throat> I got up the next morning and I went in to check on the cake. Like, I don't know why, but Diana, it was perfectly intact. Nothing <laughs> had happened to it. It was still the only thing that brand new trash bag still sitting very nicely on the counter. Oh, you hadn't gotten in, in the tr- into the trash. Okay. I put it in a trash bag. Oh, okay. Close. I <laughs> threw it away. So I took out the cake, I took it out of the bag, and I lifted the lid off, and then I reminded myself that someone had told me a long time ago that I had a will of iron, and I think it was either you or my dad, probably you. So before I thought too much about what I was going to do, I I looked up a giant glob of the frosting, and then I plunged the cake under the running water. And I turned on the garbage disposal and I shoved it all down into the sink, into the garbage disposal. So I'm a trash hey. here. Hey, I think that's great. I really do. I'm impressed because even licking a giant blob of frosting, that, that sure beats eating the whole rest of the cake, right? It's a big giant blob. <laughs> it was trash frosting. Oh my gosh. Then the next the next month was Halloween. And so I took all the leftover Halloween candy out to the trash counter out front. I threw it in there, just straight in the trash can, no bags, nothing. 
And I actually took a picture of it laying there in the sludge. And I wasn't going to go eat that. And I did not. Don't worry, people. I did not eat the sludge candy. Oh, my gosh. I should have. I might have if we were one of those people that actually washed out their trash cans. But we're not. We're not. Me neither. No, that I can't believe. But okay, now listen. Confession (laughs) is good for the soul. I'm feeling better. You've got to have something. Okay, I do. I had to think about this. So I have been to Weight Watchers several times. And I, I just, not my thing. The counting points I did okay, but just not my thing. So this is how I would do my, my, this is how one time I did my weight loss. I've probably been there three times. The first week I signed up and I wore boots, jeans, and a jacket. Did you hear that? Boots, jeans, and a jacket. The next week, I wore shoes, jeans, and a sweater. And they go, you've <laughs> lost three pounds. And I smiled, and I was really smug. Okay, where did you keep the lead weights? In your pockets? <laughs> yeah, in the pockets. <laughs> okay, so now I'm on to the third week. <laughs> that week, I wore a cotton t-shirt, cotton pants, and sandals. And I've been thinking about it. I think that this time I took my sandals off to get weighed, right? And of course, you know, again, I've lost weight, you know, more weight. And, and <laughs> I was smug about it. But the problem was that I had no more clothes to lighten. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't you know, except to walk in there naked. I, I had nothing else to take off is what I'm trying to say. And I honestly thought about cutting my hair. But I realized, oh, I have to quit Weight Watchers. And that was my shortest stint. You know, you're lucky they let you take off your sandals. Um, When I went there and I tried to take off my shoes, they told me, you know, because of the health code, they couldn't. But I brought a piece of paper and I put it down (laughs) on scale um, so that I could do the same thing. And here's another trick. Make sure before you weigh yourself that you do well you can't do this in public but when you weigh yourself like at home um do it before you shower because wow. all that water can absorb into your skin <laughs> you're way more <laughs> yes even if you dry yourself off with a towel and you know your hair's dry you're i promise you it'll make you gain weight has to be yeah Okay, and then also here's my last thing is, that's embarrassing, but I think the whole world does this, so I don't think I'm alone. We just, like, don't do it at parties, right? So this is how I eat an Oreo. I open the cookie, and I eat the chocolate cookie side. And so there's the chocolate cookie and the middle in, that I'm saving. And then I take a second Oreo, and I do the same thing. And then if you take those two Oreos and put the frosting sides together, or the cream filling, yeah. um, and if you press it just slightly, the cream filling, they'll, it will adhere to the other cream filling. Oh, she's made a double stuffed. I made a double stuffed. And okay, I wasn't going to tell this. Sometimes I do this with double stuffed cookies. Okay. <laughs> and then I do this several more times and I have a large cream filled Oreo. <laughs> How many is several more times? Like a seven double seven, seven. yes. Yeah, oh my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> and then um, the other thing was one time my neighbor Kim, uh, she she makes homemade Oreos, and one day her daughter brought them 
um, to church. And so I had to be really polite, you know, only take one, but I really wanted like five. <laughs> and uh, I, t I ended up with two. Yeah. Very casually taking two. Hey, I, hey, Kim, so I thought. Kim, if you're listening, <laughs> Diana is not allowed to eat Oreos anymore. But my address is 2043. <laughs> Who's smug now, huh? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay. I'm not kidding, we... Kim. <laughs> Kim's a good cook. Anyway, um, so today's unsolicited advice. I found this quote. It's accredited to Mandy Hale. She's an author. And she says, change is painful, but not as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. And I'd like to add about being stuck. Don't eat mashed potatoes in tight yeah. clothes or you will be stuck. And don't wear a girdle on your son's wedding day. Oh, we got to hear about that. Maybe I shouldn't have told that story. I'm going to tell him not to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, thank you for joining us. Diana, we probably should just re-record this whole thing because I shouldn't have said that. Okay. Anyway, oops, thanks for joining us. Feel free to leave your comments or your own experiences. We would love to read them and maybe we'll share some if you Yeah, and let us okay. know if you do these stupid things too. Yeah, I'd like to know. And join us on Instagram at 30 Year Diet. Bye, Bye. everybody.